of creativity could hold its own in a fight. There had been many instances, such as the one currently facing Samheed. In fact, it was all Mr. Today could do to accomplish his normal, magely duties. What with the newly installed door-knocker to the mansion being clacked all the time by frightened-looking visitors, unaccustomed to the bright colours and wandering creatures of Artemae. Daily, Mr. Today was met with necessaries who wanted to escape their slave-like conditions in Quill and take up residence in the magical world of Artime. Even a wanted or two, who felt the urge to rebel and ride the cutting edge of society, joined them. Besides, the food and the landscape of Artime were definitely more appealing than the newly fractured goings-on in Quill. But at this moment, Sam Heed stared at the mage, his eyes as wide as a bevops at the hour before dawn. "'What does she want?' he asked in a quiet voice. "'I have nothing to say to her.' And while his tone was solid, he trembled inside, because he knew why his mother had finally come. "'She didn't say,' Mr. Diday said. "'But I assume she'd like to talk about your father.' Sam Heed nodded and then stood on tiptoe to peer over the tall mage's shoulder. "'She doesn't look happy,' he said, "'but then I guess she never did.' He glanced tentatively at Alex, and then at the girls. "'What do you think?' he asked gruffly. Sam Heed was not one to enjoy asking for advice. Megan, her expression hard, spoke up first. "'I think you should say no right off.' She bit her lip to keep herself from saying more, and her eyes filled with angry tears. She blinked hard to disperse them, but she couldn't contain her thoughts. "'It's not worth it, Sam. It's not. All they do is tell you how much they wish you really were dead.' Alex looked earnestly at his best friend. "'Oh, Meg,' he said, shoving his hands into his pockets. He didn't know what else to add. Nothing seemed to comfort her these days. She and Sean had gone into Quill to approach their parents early on, hoping to be welcomed. But while their parents seemed almost pleased to see Sean again after so many years, they held some sort of bitterness toward Megan, blaming her for their sorry lives because she was the second unwanted they'd produced, which made them outcasts in Quill. Megan hadn't been the same since then. All Alex knew was that his own parents hadn't come by looking for him, and that he hadn't gone into Quill to seek them out either. It was an easy choice. He knew his parents put their full support behind Aaron, because Aaron was a wanted, and they always would. That was just the way Mr. and Mrs. Stowe were. Alex knew better than to expect a happy reunion, or a reunion at all. Lani touched Samheed's arm. You'll never know unless you talk to her. It might be okay, she said. But they all knew that hers was the rare example of things working out okay. Her mother and younger brother Henry were now living here in Artime, while her father, Gunnar Haluki, the former spy and new high priest of Quill, resided in Quill's palace for the time being to govern, now that the former evil high priest Justine was dead. Sam he twisted the toe of his boot in the grass. You guys don't understand, he said. It's different for me. Sam, come on, you didn't have a choice, 
Lani said wearily, as if she'd said it more than once before. And besides, it wasn't you. It was Mr. Appleblossom. Because of me? Lani's eyes sparked. If he hadn't done it, there'd only be three of us standing here right now. No one could refute that, so they remained silent. Mr. Today? Samhead asked, looking up. He searched the man's face for answers. But Mr. Today had none. The decision is yours alone, he said. I'll stay with you if you choose to speak with your mother, and if you choose not to, I'll ask her to leave. Samhead gazed out over the lawn to the strip of sand at the shore, thinking, his jaw set.